to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and, you know, he's back ready to go. My co-host, Court Winsett. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> We're excited to have you guys back for episode 11. Oh, the places you'll go. Oh, the places you'll go. Does anybody remember that lovely Dr. Seuss story when you were a kid? And, Katie, there's the opening bell. This week, we're going to talk to you about vacation planning accounts. Because everyone loves a good vacation. Everybody does love it. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I can't remember the last time I had a good vacation. can't remember the last time I had a bad vacation. Uh, I have a list of places that I'd like to go. I like a bucket list. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. A bucket list is a good place to start for your vacation savings account. And so for this episode, Katie and I are going to do a top five list that is our top five bucket list vacations. So without further ado, Katie, why don't you hit me with your top five bucket list vacation places? Okay, sorry. We're hitting you with the location. (laughs) Sorry, not Pat Benatar. Fire away. Yes. Okay. So, um, I mean, it's hard to think about where all you want to go. And it's, it's easy and, to think about where all you want to go. It's hard to narrow it down to a list. Hard of to five. narrow it down and then taking out, you know, going back to some places oh, yeah. or visiting things like that. So, first off, uh, my number one would be Egypt. Yes. I think it'd be cool to see the pyramids and the tombs and ride a camel and do all that. But, um, I mean, there is possibility that it could be like the mummy and something you know i could touch something and it awakens something crazy and then evil beings chasing you and beetles and scarabs and all sorts of things crawling at you it's terrible no tell me how it was when you get back i i mean i i I respect it might be on the news if that happens (laughs) number two would be uh moscow russia i would love to just go to russia i think it's got a lot of great history um i actually i was a dancer my whole life and so i think it'd be cool to go and see the russian ballet oh well sure yeah okay and then i mean i think they have vodka well yes of course they do vodka yes they i think they drink vodka like water over there from what (laughs) i've been told uh number three is kind of a little twofer but it is stateside so that's why i felt like i could kind of bend the rules a little bit and merge it together i don't know how you keep coming up with this idea that just because you're stateside you can bend the a little bit okay so my number three would be a combo of doing salem massachusetts do the salem witch trials Mm -hmm. and then going to savannah georgia because it's also got a lot of haunted history and beautiful cemeteries particularly in the fall and you know not that i already don't have this trip planned out in my head but maybe we could record a future episode in a cemetery in savannah georgia Uh, sounds like you may have been thinking on this i'm all (laughs) for it can we expense that trip please now thank you (laughs) Um, number four would be uh, Switzerland, Swiss oh, Alps. Absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm I'm amazed that didn't make it to my top five now that I think <laughs> about it. I mean, you know, I haven't even gone to like Aspen or anything like that stateside. So have you, I, I've, wh- where have you been where there were mountains and, and snow and snow skiing? Nowhere. So why don't go big or go home? You haven't go to gone skiing? No. That's ridiculous. Nope. I, I mean, I've done snow too. Or yeah, snow tubing. Where, you know, mm. you're at the top of the thing and they just push you down. That doesn't, that's, that's, that's <laughs> nothing. That's not even a, that's. Uh, that was something. Well, I mean. They it was, take your money and they push you down a hill. Oh my Lord. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> Number five. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, we lost court. <laughs> Number five, Germany. Um, I know I mentioned this before on another episode that I think it'd be cool to go to Oktoberfest in Germany. But Absolutely. Um, I have German roots on both sides, yeah. so Pickler is actually pronounced Pitchler. 
Oh. Over there, and then on my mom's side, a uh, kinder, which means little child. So I think it'd just be cool to go and see the history over in Germany. And of course, you know, you got to stop and have a beer. Oh, yeah. Well, I would, I'm sure, stop and have a water while you had a beer. I don't drink, <laughs> I don't partake. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Fine. Cool story. Number top five for you. <laughs> you didn't call me out on that at all. You're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, court doesn't drink, ladies and gentlemen. Wink, wink. They can't see you wink. Anyway, yes, my top five. First of all, number one on my list is the Emerald Isle. And I'm talking about Ireland. I have always wanted to go see Ireland. Um, I, 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 I say the British Isles sometimes because I would really like to see Scotland and Ireland. Um, but it's beautiful. Yeah, uh, I imagine it is. I, <laughs> I, ladies and gentlemen, have never been. Uh, two out of three people in this room have been, and I am not one of them. I am not at all bitter about that, but it is a place that I want to go. It is a place that I want to see uh, definitely in my lifetime. So, And it's probably the number one place that I want to go and see, because let's start somewhere where I know that I can speak the language and th they will understand what I'm saying. And there's pubs on every corner. Yes. Okay, so number two, Italy. Now, uh, I got obsessed with uh, the, the Tuscan Valley when I watched the movie Under the Tuscan Sun. And so I've been, I've been like wanting to go to Tuscany for at least since that movie came out. But my wife is um, of Italian heritage. And I ah. promised her like when we were dating, which was eons ago, um, that one day I would take her to Italy and take her to Rome. Um, so that you know so that she could see Rome and and possibly even go like over Christmas or something and and go see go go to a midnight mass or something like that just like do that whole thing up we were supposed to go this year but we ended up not being able to so Aww. yeah that that did make the list i thought that i was going to be able to knock that one off the bucket list this year but uh, it didn't happen just keep it on the list it'll happen one day hopefully number 3 would be um new zealand okay so I don't really know a whole lot about New Zealand, except for from the scenery in some of my favorite movies, the Lord of the Rings movies, uh, the, from precious. the scenery, uh, my precious, <laughs> looks beautiful. I really, really want to go just based on the, the rolling hills. But also, I have a friend that went, and apparently the set from Lord of the Rings for Hobbiton is still there. And so you can go and visit the set and I have to go see where the hobbits is. Okay, if you live. go, then I got to give you a whole little hobbit outfit to wear with, you know, like little furry feet and everything. <laughs> I, I, I would at least at an absolute minimum, Katie, I would tell you that I wore it. <laughs> no, <laughs> picture didn't happen. And I would appreciate the Gotta generosity. Gotta put it on the Insta. <laughs> Number four, Thailand. Now, this really doesn't, uh, most of my places have something to do with a movie. Thailand doesn't really have anything to do with a movie. It has more to do with the food. Yeah. I really, really love Thai food. And I figure if you're going to go somewhere where they have good Thai food, you might want to start in Thailand. But also, I've seen a couple of movies with some scenery that made it look pretty serious. There's obviously Hangover 2. Mm -hmm. Now, I wasn't so interested in the in the Bangkok part of Hangover 2. You know, One Night in Bangkok and the World's Your Oyster is not my oyster. <laughs> um, but uh, the the part where they where they have the the setting for the wedding, uh, assuming that the, the that they actually filmed that in Thailand, then that just made me go like, oh yeah, I've got to see that place. That part of Thailand is what I want to see. Sort of the the beach and the the, the rocks and the uh, all of that just looked amazing. And similarly, there was another movie called 
um, Changeland. And that was just, that was much more recently. And, uh, and I watched that. And again, the scenery, it, it just, the, the, it, the whole movie was about this guy who goes to, to Thailand and has a cathartic experience. And, and it just, it out. yeah, it, it, it was pretty cool. So gotta, gotta go there. Gotta see there. I want to go to there. Um, and then finally, obviously, Churchill. Like Winston? No. no. I love Winston Churchill. He has some great little nugget quotes out there. Okay. I love some of Winston Churchill's quotes, but no, I was talking about Manitoba, Canada. Uh, Churchill is in the province of Manitoba in Canada, and it is, and wait for it, wait for it. Uh-huh. It's the polar bear capital of the world. Oh, goodness yes, gracious. Yes. You and your polar bears. Gonna go see some polar bears in Churchill. It's gonna be awesome. Can't wait. If I could ride on a polar bear, then <laughs> I would I would do that. I've heard that they are not actually nice animals and that they would eat you, though. So I May, would... Maybe Cameron can make a little graphic of me on a camel and you on a polar bear. That would be fantastic. That'd be awesome. Maybe I can wear your hobbit feet that you're gonna make me. <laughs> I can be a hobbitses on a polar bear. Oh, gosh. <laughs> awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I have wrapped this one up in classic fashion. Ladies and gentlemen, that is our top five. Now we are on to our topic. Katie, what is our meat and potatoes today? So we're talking about, you know, the places you'll go. We're talking about a vacation fund. And we're going to really break that down and explain. But the first step, you just heard our bucket list. You heard where we want to go. I hope while you were listening to us, you're kind of thinking, yeah, that'd be a great place to go, or these people are crazy. I don't know. I don't want to go there. But to start with this whole thing we're going to talk about in this episode, think about where you want to go. Think about your bucket list items, whether it's, you know, in the States or it's, you know, international, whatever it may be. But really just think hard about those places and dream big. Even if you feel like right now it's not possible, think about it. Let's let's put it on a list and whether it's in your phone, pen and paper, whatever it may be. So it'll give you some motivation for that vacation fund. Oh, yeah. We're pushing the fund hard, but you got to have some motivation to actually follow through or you just won't. Exactly. Fantastic. So um, why would you Why would you want to save? I, mean, I guess I should say, why wouldn't you want to save up for a vacation? What would I mean, what would stop people from going on all of the vacations? Well, let's think about a vacation to begin with. Most people go, oh, I can't go on a vacation because I don't have money or I can't get time off work. Well, we can't really help you figure out about the time off work thing. I mean, that's that's something you got to figure out with your boss. But the money, that is the stressor that most people either talk themselves out of vacation before it happens because they don't think they can spend the money or they go on a vacation, they hopefully have fun, and then they freak out when they come home and they've spent too much money. So then it snowballs and they don't want to go on their vacation because they have PTSD thinking about how much money was spent on your last vacation. I can't tell you how many times I have thought to myself, yes, that would be great. We totally need to do that. And it could just be something as simple as like a three hour drive and stay at a lake somewhere. And I'm like, yes, we got to do that. And then I start automatically thinking about how much it's going to cost me. And it just, I'm like, oh, I'll just continue to stay at home and work. Yeah, I mean, we all know that it, it's expensive, and you think ahead of time, like, oh, you gotta, you gotta plan for it and figure out all the different elements of just a basic vacation of buying the tickets or hotels or fl- well, not even or to whatever. mention the fact that I mean, you start thinking about vacations and you think about the fact that everything, everything could go wrong. 
Oh. All of the things could go wrong. Have you seen all the vacation movies? <laughs> and we're talking about the National Lampoon's vacation, the whole Wally World trek. I think there was a European, a Vegas. Yeah. So if you're putting a lot of money into this, you may want to seriously consider actually getting some some travel insurance. But, uh, but you know, maybe that will alleviate your stress as far as that's concerned. And then you can worry more about how you're going to fund it. How you're going to fund it, and that that's that's sort of the idea behind this whole topic is uh, putting away money for the vacation fund. Yeah, so you know, hopefully you've thought about some stuff of where you want to go, and so you've got to really think these are the places I want to go, or this is I want to set a goal of trying to go to, even if it's go to Florida once a year. But set in your mind an idea, or like you said, you want to make sure you take your wife to Italy, mm-hmm. so that's still on your list. It's a goal. Mm-hmm. But then be smart about it and be honest about it and think, okay, how much how much is it going to take for us to go? Yeah. Do we are we going to try and well you can't drive to Italy so you 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 know got to figure that one drive out. Drive or fly. fly. <laughs> oh, I'm going to swim. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got to think about that. You know, are, are you flying or driving? And then you've got to go. Oh, okay, now it's a long one. You might want to consider those upgrades because mm. I don't think you want to be stuck in the back of the bus and the plane. And yeah, you don't want to be stuck in the back of the bus plane. <laughs> bus the bus plane. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean. I do. I give you a hard time. <laughs> but yeah, and um, do some research on kind of what hotels or Airbnbs. I know are a big thing right Where now. Where are you gonna go? Yep. How are you gonna get there? Where are you gonna stay? Where are you gonna stay? What are you gonna do? And what are you going to do? Well, that sort of breaks it down, doesn't it? Yeah. But I mean, just a, a just whole lot simple. of stuff can go into that. Oh, yeah. And that's, we're not trying to nitty gritty and get into exactly planning your specific vacation. Right. But we want you to just think about it. And it's not to the point that you have to know exactly, but just sum up and, okay, so if, you know, Court, if you want to go to New Zealand and hang out with the hobbits mm-hmm. with your little hobbit feet thing, yes. well, you know, you got to pay me to make your hobbit feet now. Oh, I thought you were going to do it for free. <laughs> no, no, no. no <laughs> You're no. the costume person. <laughs> so, you know, you got to think about how much is this going to cost you yeah. to fly and, you know. Well, okay. So uh, I've got, I've, I have a five person immediate family, wife and three children. So all five of us go, right? So. That's um, a lot of hobbit feet for me to make. That is, well, you only have to make the hobbit feet for me. I'm going to be the only one that gets on the polar bear anyway. So, you know, you don't have to worry about the rest of them. Wait, the polar bears in New Zealand now? Wouldn't that be magical <laughs> if it were? I you mean, left the polar bear in Winston, okay? Okay. Uh, okay. Or Churchill. <laughs> Churchill. <laughs> It'll always be Winston to me. Okay. So five people flying over to New Zealand say, I, I, I checked it out right now. It's kind of hard to get a, a, an exact price, but uh, somewhere between $1,500 and $2,000 per person for a round trip fl- flight to New Zealand. So five people right there, you're looking at $10,000 just to get there. And if you spent that much money and that much time on a plane just to get there, then you're probably going to want to spend more than a few days there. So yeah, that's a big investment. You are not wrong. And so if you're going to spend a longer time there, then you're going to spend more money on a hotel room or a bungalow or a, you know, wherever you're staying because mm-hmm. you have to have a place to live. And that doesn't even, that doesn't even touch on, you know, what the attractions are and how much they're going to cost. And, you know, are you going to theme parks or are you, is it going to cost money to get into Hobbiton and stuff like that? So you have to plan for all of that and take that into consideration and then set an amount that you want to try and save. That sounds like you're talking about our vacation fund. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, generally speaking, you can approach a vacation fund one of two ways. You either have a set amount that you want to save to, 
Mm-hmm. Like, I need to save, it looks like about $15,000. <laughs> or you have a set amount that you can save monthly to ultimately reach whatever goal it is you have. But it, it, it helps to start with that goal and then move into the actual saving. Yeah, so so let, let's really talk about that. So when we did our budget episode, we mentioned the vacation fund. And I think you had said something about you wanted to set aside like $3,000 a year for a vacation fund. And so that's that's what you're saying is that you pick, if you've got a specific trip in mind, how much you want to save, or if you want to just take a hard look at your budget, how much money you have. And if you're blessed enough to have a little bit of extra money afterwards, then, you know, after you pay your bills, after you hopefully are putting away for retirement, if you want to then set up a discipline of making this a bill, a monthly bill that you set aside whatever amount it may be, towards this vacation fund. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever amount you can, you know, it, it, unless you can afford to set aside way more than you need to. Mm-hmm. So you start with where, and then um, you go, okay, I can I, I can set aside, I can set aside $15,000 right now. Off to New Zealand we go, no fund. <laughs> but if it's going to take you a little while to save up, then you you say, okay, when do I want to go? And you determine how much you need to put away every month between now and the time you want to leave to actually get that amount of money. Or you can say, this is the absolute maximum that I can afford to put toward this. And I'm going to put that amount toward this every month. You know, you can set the monthly amount either way. Yeah. Well, and some of the stuff I'm about to talk about is where it's good that Court and I are so different because we would handle these in different ways. Mm. I'm someone that I feel like Vacations are important to me. I'd like to build it into a monthly budget item. I know how I am. I don't have that discipline that if I've got a little extra money sitting in my bank account that's not allocated for something else, I'm not going to go, oh, I should probably move that to my vacation fund. I need to set up an automatic you know, withdrawal or something like that. Automatic transfer of some Automatic sort, yeah. transfer that it takes my money out of my bank account and puts it into an account that I can't easily get to. So you're locking it away from yourself? Well, completely? So, no, no, no. So what I mean is it's I would set up an account and it may be something you like something that we could do at Pickler Wealth Advisors. Set up an account where I say I'm going to try and put $100 a month into this vacation fund and and I can call it with, you know, us at Pickler Wealth Advisors, I can call it Vacation fund or, you know, Russian trip or polar something Polar Bear like Express. That. Well, I'm not going on the Polar Bear Express. That Yo. may be yours. Okay. But I could set it up where it's just automatically, like you have your auto bills, just automatically $100 goes into this account and it's there. I can't get my hands on it easily if I need it. How hard is it to get your hands on it? Well, I'll, you know, all I'd have to do is call up and say, hey, I, I need to get a hold of that money. Mm. But it's one of those, it's kind of that mental block of if it was at my fingertips and say it was in a separate checking account or a separate savings account, and we know how easy those apps are now. Yeah. You can sit there and just go, oh, I want to move money over here. I want to move over here. It would be so really- it's the difference of having to having it like having to pull up your phone and open an app and get the money and transfer it to a different account so you can spend it on your debit card or something, or, or actually pick up the phone somebody. and call, which right. I know is kids. That's where you pick up and actually talk to somebody. Yeah, I can't just text somebody about yeah. it because <laughs> then they'd have to call me and verify. 
you know, Katie, did you really want to pull out a thousand dollars on your vacation fund? Right. And then I had to be like, yeah. And they're like, oh, where are you going? Um, I mean, I so I guess you could (laughs) if you're if you're uh, if you're one of those people, you could conceivably just set aside in your mind, in your mind's eye, in your checking account. Oh, I have five thousand dollars in my checking account, but twenty five hundred of that is in my vacation fund. And then once a month, you can add another hundred. And so it's twenty six, three, seven. Or you could do a savings account Uh separately where you're just transferring the money over via app or whatever else. Or you have it with a, a financial advisor and you're actually moving money into a separate account at a financial advisor, um, you know, something like a money market or something like that, uh, you know. Yeah, which money market we talked about a couple, uh, that's, couple episodes ago. Then. Yes, yes. You will. Talk about on the cash episode. Right, right. Exactly. But yeah, so there's many different options of how you can set up your vacation fund. And that's where I hope you get through all these episodes we've had so far that the reason why like a financial advisor or someone like us is around is that we want to help you figure out what works best for you. I mean, you think about when you go to a doctor's office and they're going to figure out exactly what is the right path for you. So when you're looking at any aspect of your finances, it's figure out what works for you. So does it work to set this vacation fund up as something at an advisor, something at your checking account, you know, all still together? But I know that me, if if I can get that money very easily, I'm going to spend it. But the reason to have this vacation fund is because when you go on a vacation, what do you do? What do I do? I stress the whole time about how much money it's costing me. So so this this is how it's all supposed to beautifully work out. So say that we have put all this money into this vacation fund. You've got this money in there, you know, whether you've set it up every month or you're just as commission checks come in, whatever it may be, you've got this money sitting there. Leave it sitting there. Do you know what credit cards are? I have heard of credit cards. <laughs> I, I I think I know what they are. Yes. So credit cards get a bad rap. And we're going to do a whole thing about credit cards and credit card debt. A whole thing, like a whole episode. Like a, a whole, whole episode. Podcast yeah, episode. a whole thing about credit card debt. But for this I want you to know credit cards are not evil. Credit cards can be for good. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with vacation, you can get credit cards that have points that go with hotels, that go with specific locations, like Disney even has a credit card. Mm-hmm. So if you're an annual Disney person, then get that credit card. But what we're saying with these credit cards is utilize them on the vacation. Rack up those points. And then when you come home, what do you do? You pay it off with that vacation fund money. Okay, so you're still going to have to be somewhat cautious. I mean, you can't just go over there and go crazy with the credit card, especially at a place like somewhere like Disney where they they offer you this. Oh, the, the danger bracelet. Yes. The, the magic the, Yeah, the credit bracelet that you just put on and you just walk up to a machine and go boop. and Like, ooh, Mickey Popcorn. Yeah, yes. You know. And you, so you don't know how much, you still have to be careful about how much you spend. Yeah, we're not saying that, you know, this vacation fund set aside is for a guilt-free vacation of you blowing all your money. It's just one of those that hopefully you can sit back and feel comfortable knowing that every a majority of it that you plan for is paid for. Certain things you can prepay. Yeah. You can probably go ahead and take some of the money from that account to pay for your plane tickets. Yeah, the free stuff that you have to yeah. pay for. You can already um, have that taken care of. So then you're just actually spending the money. But you know, 
Clark Griswold, think about all this crazy stuff he had happen. They lost traveler's checks and vacation, uh, European vacation. Yeah. yeah. And it's just everything, if you know, you forget something, it's 10 times more expensive on a vacation. Yeah. And so that's where you kind of build in that buffer. So you go, you 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 pay, you prepay for what you have to prepay for. You take your credit card with you. You know that you still have money in that account back at home. Mm-hmm. So you can use your credit card Ease of ease of payment. Credit card is obviously ease. It's very easy to yeah. use to pay. And it, it tracks what you spend. The danger on. bracelet, the little the, the Disney World bracelets, the danger bracelets. Those are even easier, arguably, than a credit card. Oh yeah. But you know you're able to use those, so long as you keep up with what you're spending and don't spend too much, then you can use that and use that as a as an easy way to pay for things while you're gone, and then. You at some point you go home. You, Unfortunately, you, you have to go home. You do have to go home, <laughs> and then when you get home, you can pay that. You can you, pay that off. You pay that off because you want to get rid of that credit card debt on there. Get it taken care of. Yes. So now your vacation fund may be completely drained, but that's okay because that's what this account is supposed to be. It is that you fill it up with money, and then you go on a trip, and it. Spends it down because you paid off your credit card. And you know what? As soon as you get back, you start that discipline again. So you don't feel you don't feel guilty because you just drained your savings account. You don't you don't feel guilty that you drained that that uh, that that tier that's supposed to be protection in case you get laid off. That's yeah. not what this vacation fund is. This is this is different than a, just a, your general savings account. This isn't your nest egg. This is just. This is the vacation fund. And so if you get home and you have spent every dime in your vacation fund, then hopefully you had a great vacation and then you pay it all off. Whatever you put on your credit card, you pay off and then you start building it up. again. You start building again. And it's 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 just a great thing to set up. And you mentioned this isn't your nest egg, but obviously this is your money that if, if life happens and something does come about, then yeah, you could pull from this vacation yeah. fund. It's not off limits. Yeah, it's not off limits, but it's also great because how many times have you had your, you know, your best friend call and they're getting married and they're doing a destination and you're just like, oh. Vacation fund. Yeah. Boom. Boom. You've budgeted for it right there. So it's a way of looking at you every month are putting away for something fun for a vacation. You're not just paying your mortgage bill. You're not just, you know, paying for all these different things. You are going, yes, a little bit more. That's getting me one step closer to this trip. I like that you mentioned something about destination weddings because it's like, okay, so maybe we set up the fund initially because we wanted to go to New Zealand, but then something else comes up before that. And it's like some friends want to go to the Bahamas because they want to get married on the beach by yeah. a Bahamian. Um, <laughs> then, you know, you, you, you're like, oh, I can't go to that. That's expensive. Or if you have a vacation fund, you could say, well, I was saving this money to go to New Zealand, but you're my best friend and I love you. So I want to go to the beach and, and watch you get married. And hey, I've had this, you know, money and set I've aside. And I've got this money. And so it's a stress-free vacation with friends. You get to watch them get married again. Yeah. Boom. Well, and it, it's kind of the whole discipline going back to you think about I think a lot of people have probably had this when they're starting a new job and they set up with a retirement plan. It's like, you know, go ahead right now and put aside this much that goes into your retirement account. And so you won't even realize that money's gone because you never really saw that first paycheck without it coming out. Mm -hmm. So with this, it's one of those just set it up. And then before you know it, you won't even really per se miss that money. You just know that it's moving somewhere else. 
and it's there for you. Yeah. And it, it will hopefully take away the stress and the guilt that comes with a vacation because vacations are so important. Vacations are hugely important. Yes. You, yeah. So many things about a vacation are so important. You can't, I mean, if for you personally, for your family, for your marriage, for whatever it is, to be able to get away from work, to be able to get away from from the the regular everyday life and to to go somewhere and see something and relax and remove yourself. That's important on yeah. so many levels. And it doesn't all like I know we've talked about a lot of big trips. New Zealand, Thailand, stuff like that. But it doesn't even have to be that. It can be just a simple, that's the money you go to go visit your friends who live, you know, a state over. A vacation is whatever you want it to be, but this is just money set aside that is, you know, guilt-free. That's your money. You can go to take a breather for yourself. So you have you have your bucket list and you start with that as kind of a goal. But even if you're not, even if you know that your bucket list items are unattainable for the next 10 years, Go ahead and decide what you can put away so that you're putting something away so that you've got that fund and you can take some sort of trip. It's going to help. Again, it's going it, to, it, I already mentioned your life, your wife, your family, your kids, whatever. Uh, your job performance is going to improve if you are taking regular vacations as well. So you, in, in every way, uh, in every way imaginable, really, taking some time off for yourself is going to improve your life. And the easiest way to do that is to have some fun set aside. So however much you can, you do. I mean, you even think about, I don't know why I'm binge watching all these like 90s, 80s shows, but like every sitcom out there had a vacation, you know, series episode where it's like they got tired of filming in the house or in the small town or whatever it was. And so they all decided to go to Hawaii or somewhere like that. So, I mean, if the if the sitcoms are even taking a vacation, you deserve a vacation, everybody. Absolutely. You deserve that time to go out. Care for yourself, have fun, and this vacation fun is a way for you to do it and have, pull a little bit of that stress off of you. So, Katie, how about you sum it up for me? Let's go straight into our bullseye. Okay, so bullseye, Katie, what is your bullseye? Okay, so even if you're sitting here listening, I don't have the time off work. I, I Why do I need to be doing this? I'm telling you, you need to do this. Figure out what works for you. Figure out what amount. Figure out where... You think it's best to hold this money, but even if it's $5 and you feel like you are not going to take a vacation for two or three years, just think about that. $5 saved up every month, it will make a difference. Vacations are so important. It's a huge value of trying to take care of yourself. So do it. Do it now. Do it. Do it. <laughs> That's my bullseye. What about you? Okay, my vul- my bullseye is four words. Dream, save, Spend, dream again. Ah. Come up with something you want to do. Save up for it. Do it. And then come up with your next dream. Even if that doesn't work for you, even if you can't, even if your dreams can't be met in a year's time, go ahead and start saving now. But dream, save, do it, and dream again. Bullseye. Oh, there's our closing bell. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sticking with us. If you'd like to find out more about me and Katie and this podcast, you can go to our podcast website, which is bullcastpodcast.com. You can ask us questions, leave a comment, leave a review, or if you want to, you can give us uh, suggestions for topics for later episodes, bullcastpodcast.com. 
Also, if you want to interact with us immediately, then you can reach out to us on Twitter, which is uh, at Bullcast Podcast or Instagram at Bullcast Podcast. And finally, if you'd like to find out more about me and Katie and our amazing team and the team that we work with and the guy that we work for at Pickler Wealth Advisors, you can go to our Pickler Wealth Advisors website, which if I haven't said it enough, is PicklerWealthAdvisors.com. That's advisors with an O. That should give you enough to do until next time. So for now, I'm Court. I'm Katie. And we're getting out of here and going to New Zealand. Woo!